0: There is a storm approaching. It's time to get scared, people. Right now, there's a government conspiracy trying to stop you from getting your shrimp. Supplies limited. Don't let the globalists keep your shrimp away from you. Go to we Use promo code aquariumguys at checkout for 15% off everything on the website. Don't be a pussy. Go right now. And for a limited time, you're gonna get yourself a free piece of chilled with every order. I'm animated. My heart's big. I'm a red, hot, blooded American. Don't be lied to any further by the Blue Ring Society. Don't let their mind control games win. JoeShrimShack.com. Don't let the globalists win. Welcome to the Aquarium Guys Podcast with your hosts, Jim Colby and Rob Zolson. Jimmy, no, you can't get tattooed on the arm. That's just disrespectful. Oh, guys, we're, uh, we're live. Um, uh, welcome to the Aquarium Guys podcast. Uh, this week, we have the special guest of uh, vanilla ice cream in Jim's lap. I'm having vanilla ice
1: cream from your birthday. Right. Because you turned 30 this week. I'm old. Last week, and you're old. I'm old as shit. Yeah, it's official. And, and and you took it like a champ. You only, I did. You only cried half the day, like a little girl. Well, before we talk about how I cried so hard, I am your host, Rob Zolson. I'm
0: Jim Colby, the smart one.
2: And I'm Adam Nashar, obviously the
3: more intelligent
0: one. I was going to go the hot one. The, the hot one, one. yeah, because yeah, you we're, were not in okay, we'll okay, we'll with the intelligence. With the yeah. Yeah.
3: Right. I'd be hot, too, if I was under a towel like that. <laughs> That's
0: See? a good one. See. See. Well, no, no. So back to back to ice cream and my birthday. Number one, rest in peace, Wilfred Bremley, right? We're having ice cream in honor of you. I'm Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> Wilhelm
1: <laughs> Bremley, who used to be. Wilfred uh, Bremley. And he used to do all the Quaker Oak commercials. It, and we've
0: often made fun of you him. You know, he was on a lot of shows. I didn't realize. Yes.
1: Like, he was in, yeah, in Cocoon. Yeah. Like, Did you it, know that?
0: Like a good ton of shows. Yeah. And I sent that to you. And I, and, and I think that's probably part of the
1: reason you were a little weepy.
0: It is. And that's it's cool. my birthday. And it's your birthday. Right. So on my birthday, let's do a quick audit, right? I got uh, a box of wood from one of our dear listeners, uh, Maverick, from the Discord. If you guys have not heard of this thing called Discord, it's where we're doing this podcast live right now. So if you want to come join the debauchery, go to aquariumguyspodcast.com on the bottom of the website, click the Discord. It's a fun chat client. We have people on there 24 hours a day answering your fish questions. And uh, again, we do podcasts about 7 p.m. Central on Monday, so come join us. But uh yeah, we got I got a box of forty pieces of six inch cholo wood for my birthday. And it had a note in there that I have to share half of it with you, Jimmy. I get some chola wood? Right. But Adam did not get any. So I don't know Adam what was up with dicked. that. Dick. Adam Nothing. got dicked.
2: Dick. I'm used to not getting anything.
0: It's I, I think he hates antlers. I yeah. think there was a note in there. Jimmy. I love that how Adam oh. says I'm, I'm used to not getting anything. The father
1: of four. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> all this guy does is do the boinky boinky.
0: So back Away from the boinky boinky. I I at my birthday what I got a giant stonefish from you. I did. I gave right. you a nice uh like a forty pound cement goldfish. Right. I got almost a six foot cock in my front yard. That's right. You got a big as in a chicken. A big got, metal right. chicken. Don't be gross here. And uh that's not in my front yard. Thanks, to my mom. And you got a couple of car covers. Two car covers. Right. I had a bumper sticker replaced in my car called Gayest Ride in Town. It is. And then I, I drive a manual and they replaced the stick shift with a giant floppy dildo. <laughs> So uh, thank you to my friends and family that all hate me equally. Because Rob's, Rob's got this little tiny car. What kind of car is it? Little. Well, I had a smart car, but it blew up. Blew up, sir. Right. So now I have a, a, a crappy 1988 Ford Festiva because, it you know, we're making that
1: podcast money. It's, 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 it's <laughs> ugly as hell. I'll tell you that.
0: It's sexy. It's a, it's a box.
1: And then you've got two car covers, two car covers for that, for that, that ride of yours. Car covers.
0: Yeah, they got, you got two
3: car covers. You call them T-shirts, I call them car covers. Oh, they that, they're that big. <laughs> oh, thank you, because I'm obese. The most disappointing thing about not having the smart car anymore is the fact that you can't go to the go kart track and just drive right onto the track.
0: Not kidding you when i am on, on a, a smart car, sidewalk. You could do that, go on like the golf cart track and I just drive it around the golf course. They didn't even care. City sidewalk. Don't
2: they have weight limits for the go kart track? Not
0: in my town. Yeah. Not in my town because they never thought they would have to post a weight limit. So we're we're good to go. <laughs> Anyways, um, punch you on the throat. I'm gonna steal that one hey, from you. this Hey, week. hey,
1: I I've, you owe me money. So fuck yourself, Rob. This
0: go week f- for our listeners that have already you know stopped is this is your first episode. This is the debauchery you're signing up for. But we topic every podcast. So this week's topic is going to be conspiracy theories because uh, Obama puts chemicals in the water to make the frogs gay. You know what I mean?
3: That's true. Oh, Obama did that?
0: I have no idea. That's what Alex Jones told me and I, I figured I'd repeat it.
3: That's true. Oh, All I know yeah. is that the truth is out there and we're about to get to the bottom of it. We're going to get to the truth. QX Files music. I yes. Th- I th- yes, th- scrap. Yes, X-Files music right there. Twilight Zone I've music. actually
0: never watched X-Files. I need to do that because this the song here that sounds pretty pretty legit. But- so, again, conspiracy theories, but before we do, we always answer your questions. If you have questions, go to AquariumGuysPodcast.com. You can text us. Literally, I answer back, like, within minutes. So text us, email us, leave a voicemail that we can play on air, because some reason people are more embarrassed to do that. I don't know why. That, and if Kyle Colby's listening, Jim's son, will you send that damn message already? So question one, we got through the week. OG fanboy. We got the vegan cyclist 420. He was the guy that gave us our first review. And we made fun of him. And then we met him, and he's pretty cool. Definitely a uh, OG fan. He says, will you send me pictures of Jim's fish room? Thanks a ton. It's like, I don't have one, but I should get it. Uh, This is text messages back and forth, guys. Okay. Just letting you up to date. Uh, He said, a video tour would be even better. I'm like, you ask for a lot, sir. (laughs) He's like, Jimmy's my hero. It would be better than a tour of the Batcave from Bruce Wayne. So then, promptly, I message back, you have a better chance of getting a bat tour from Bruce Wayne. Probably. Right.
1: I'm pretty secretive.
0: He said, like, laugh my ass off. Well, if you walk over to his house soon, try and snag a pic. Make sure Jim's in it. Thanks a million uh, for his million-dollar smile of his. Um, I'm just, you're fanboys nowadays. They're, they're getting, like, I think next they're going to ask for you in a thong. Well, the next
1: thing I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to collect all these, these great fans, and we're going to have a boy band, and we're going to go on a tour. <laughs> we're going to do crazy things to hotel rooms.
0: All right. Not even to lie here, COVID or not, this man's going to go to the Monsters of Rock Tour. So if you want to hang out with Jimmy for a week and get shit-faced, that's the way to do it. Buy yourself a ticket. He will be there, and he's the guy with his pants off going, woo with two fingers in the air. Yeah. All right. <laughs> two middle fingers. So, uh, yes, this was my note. This is just one of many things asking for more pics of Jimmy's fish room. I don't know why people have a sudden obsession with this, but you might need to pay, take some pictures. All right. I'll take a picture. Thank you. Next item up for biz, we have Rex from Australia. Hey, guys, Rex from Australia again. I mean, he actually hangs out in the Discord. That's why he said again, because he he hangs out with us here. Just saying, you should too. Um, wondering why Adam isn't in the actual show intros. Uh, love the show. Um, I, I messaged him back that uh, Jim and I paid for it, started our own stream, and Adam has been a welcome guest, and now... So you a co-host on every episode he deems to, to want to come to. So uh, um, we've offered him for $1.5 million to buy his third of the podcast, and he's still getting us the change for it. But until then, Adam is always
1: <laughs> going to be welcome <laughs> well, I, I, as the Cliff. I think the whole story goes back to that. that we, you sucked me into doing this podcast. I did. I did not want to do it. I didn't know what a podcast was. I did. And uh, I didn't want to be famous like I am now. And um, Adam didn't join us to, what the third episode, fourth I think, the fourth episode, fourth. Was it the fourth one, Adam? Fourth. And what yeah, what, what happened fourth. is Robs and I went down to Minneapolis, and um, and Adam and I had been buddies for years, and so it was the first chance that Rob got to meet Adam. And let's just put it this way: Robs fell in love with his big brown eyes. I
0: did. He was beautiful. Uh, I mean, it took it a down smile. a peg when he gave me those feeder guppies, but I, I they are Endlers.
2: I paid you an Endlers. That's worth $1.5 right there. Is that... How many? Have you, how much have you made off of them, Rob?
0: $1 million. Well, so Adam gets the best. He doesn't have to host and do the work, but he gets to show up and say smart-ass remarks. So, I mean, it is what it is, but we appreciate Adam nonetheless. And Adam, I think, you know, as much as Jimmy has a fan base... You have, by far, the biggest, because this is not the first time... All been, the chicks dig at It's not been the first time this has been brought up, is that don't get rid of Adam has been repeated over and over again. So, uh, Adam, you like it or not, you're stuck here. So, next is, okay, so Adam's for a free ride, LOL. I've also had terrible luck with Placos the last two years from an unknown cause. They get stuck to my filter intake, have plenty of algae growth, and also feed on wafers and veggies, but no other fish have died. Um... I have lion head cichlids, a Jack Dempsey, blue acaras, and a few forest jewels that I got after yeah, my pleco loud. died. Any advice <laughs> to keep my plecos alive? Put them in a shark cage. Put the yeah. damn pleco in a shark cage, because that's what he's swimming with. Right. So we got some pictures, right? I asked him for more information, because that wasn't quite enough, even though that's of, some of really abusive cichlids he's got there. Of dead plecos. Uh, of the, his information of his tank oh, and what okay. the issues he's having. So he says, the pick is of the Jack of the acara to show the full algae growth of two weeks in the tank. Uh, with 30% water changes two times a week, so that's pretty decent. Uh, got a canister filter recommended for 300 gallons per hour, so the canister filter seems to uh, suffice. He feeds blackworms and Hikari gold pellets to the other fish. So what I'm going to do is, if you guys can... Uh, or if you can see that, Jimmy.
1: Right there. Looks like Shark weed. Where's it at?
0: I'm going to get it sent to you soon here, uh, Adam, but uh, I can't post it right at the moment. So... What we're seeing here is a bunch of really big cichlids and almost no cover at all for the Placos. It has like a stone, what would you call that, like car, house of cards, and then there's no cover whatsoever in the tanks. It kind of looks like the, uh, the house on the Flintstones. Right, so he zooms out. It looks like there's one piece of PVC, but otherwise there's really no covering in the tank. So my best guess is that your Placos are getting harassed at night. They won't necessarily get harassed during the day. Sharks and cichlids, um, if they're territorial, especially at night. Uh, you shut off the light, you won't see anything. You turn the light back on, everything looks fine. You might not see the bites because plecos are armored, but the enough harassment and abuse and plecos will crap out. Everything else seems dis- decent in your tank without doing like water tests and whatnot. What, what are you thinking, Jimmy? I think that he needs a pleco
1: cave, some places pleco can hunker down in uh, when the uh, picking starts. I, I really believe the cichlids are probably picking on him. And, um, you know, the thing is, I'm looking, he's got a large piece of PVC in there, which is a great place for them to hide. But It's,
0: it's not that it's necessarily he doesn't have things, he just doesn't have enough.
1: Well, and the thing is, is that like, that piece of PVC is big enough where I think the cichlids can go in and probably still harass him. There you go. So I would just put in something a lot smaller and maybe some uh, weeds, some plastic plants or something in front of them, so he can kind of hide.
0: And, and once he's out of sight,
1: they'll probably leave him alone.
0: Otherwise, you can also just get endlers instead of those giant angry cichlids. Right, Adam? That's what I would do. See? Buy another tank. Verified right there, gentlemen. Verified. All right. So, Jimmy, did you have any other news this week? I forgot to ask before we go through more questions.
1: Did I have any news? Yes. Not really. Um, You know, it's been a a crazy, crazy week with this whole COVID thing. And uh, I think we're going to get shut down here shortly again, the way it it looks and stuff. And uh, I think it's just a great time for people to go back to their aquariums and... uh, Set up another one or two. Uh, we're going to go into fall here very shortly. And uh, some of the best fish will be coming in uh, of the year from Florida come August, September, and October. Those are usually the best three months. Uh, these fish have all been out in ponds. They've all had uh, a long time out there to, to feed and to grow. So uh, now it's just a time to get ready for your, uh, for your new tank that you're going to put up for this fall. How about that,
0: man? I feel like every time I talk to you, it's like I'm gonna set up a new. We should set up a new tank. Yeah, I got plants in my pond finally. Winning. And so, uh, patio pond.
1: Uh Yeah, my patio pond, my 300 gallon patio pond. So yeah, it seems to be doing pretty well now.
3: Wonderful. Got an up. Got an update for the patio pond I put in for my mom. It looks beautiful. And as soon as we had the first rain, guppies drop fry. All the plants are like growing like crazy in it. Boom. It's awesome. Boom. It's working out.
0: All right. So the last two bits of information that I have is we got a response back. Remember the gentleman that asked about the banded sunfish? I believe he was in Europe. Yeah, and he was going to check out uh, his local laws and things. Right. So he said that, uh, thank you for asking my question. Explains why I've lost so many banded sunfish. I was told to keep them at 25 to 28 degrees. Now, it took me a minute. Celsius, Celsius, Right. right. Um so it took me a minute to uh figure out what he was talking about like that seems abnormally cold no one told me
1: what is the temperature what's
0: where's our canadian friends right now that we need well 28 degrees right uh fahrenheit i was like no no that's that's not right so celsius i'm just pulling up the calculator here that's about 82 and a half ooh too hot that's super hot so too you hot. you want them like cold if you can keep them like 65 to 75 even just like 70 flat or 60. I mean, they're they're a cold water fish. There's no reason to keep that type of heat on them. You'll have a hell of a time with that that too much, that that amount of heat in the tank. So glad you figured it out. And the other news is we have a few different sponsor opportunities having the podcast. But uh, one of them that we're trying out. Pornhub. Pornhub. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, dang oh, it. Reef Flowers. Reef Actually. Flowers.
1: Let's talk about that for a minute.
0: Right. Um. They reached out to us and uh, I'm trying out their product. They sent uh, the product. They have uh, different uh, plant fertilizer solutions. They're a company that does the uh, um, chemical mixtures for salt water. They have uh, fertilizers for plant uh, goodies. So I'm giving that a try. And so far, I've had uh, some good results. I've done it for about a week, and normally you don't see much in that amount of time. But I'm already seeing, like, I have a bunch of crypts in a tank. The blackness on the crypts that are so common went away. I have Anubis, and that flowered with seven uh, buds in the week. Never had that before. I had like one or two flowers every blue moon. Now just like that blooming away. So pretty good stuff. But we're going to continue trying it. You know, maybe uh, maybe we'll have a sponsor here soon.
1: That'd be good. And and what who? about Joe?
0: Oh, Joe. Joe's still there. Yeah, don't, no yeah. reason to get rid of Joe. I mean, we, we got to have Cholo Wood in this podcast. Otherwise, we're empty people.
2: <laughs> empty people. Well, Rob, you are far from an empty person. Thank you. Yeah, he's
0: full. <laughs> of poop. I I love you guys as much as I love my giant chicken in my front yard. All right, thanks uh, for the updates, uh, everyone. Uh, please sending them in, and let's start uh, down our normal uh, podcast here, shall we? Sounds good. Let's so t- to start off, right, we got to talk about conspiracy theories. Now, it's not just like conspiracy theories of you know Area Fifty One. We're we're talking about aquarium and fish related conspiracy theories, gentlemen. Aliens, right? We have done. Bigfoot. Plenty of research. And let me tell you that uh, you're going to hear some stuff that's really going to make you question the, the way you live in this world. So starting off with this fun thing, right? We're going to post it. It is, uh, We're going to post it on the Discord. You can come see the pictures. Um, there is a new unidentified creature living near California, right? Discovered near California. And its name is Blopus purpulus. right? If you see the picture there.
1: Oh, it's pretty. What is it?
0: Well, that right there, sir, is uh, you're missing Ben Wobble. So, <laughs> I mean, Jimmy, what what did you do? I don't get it. What is it? We don't have no idea.
1: It looks like an alien just
0: discovered. You tell me, Jimmy. I think
1: it's a purple iris uh, stuck on the end of a crab leg.
0: A crab leg
1: at Red Lobster.
0: Well, I got to make sure that I get this to Adam so we get his uh, his viewpoint.
1: Yeah, yeah. Adam's in the dark because he's under a blanket.
0: There. What do you think that is, Adam?
2: Looks like eggs.
0: Could be. Well, regardless, that was a bad kickoff. But, uh, Jimmy, what do you got?
1: I got ice cream. It's delicious.
0: You got ice cream, and it's delicious? Fine. Adam gets to go first, then.
1: Go first, Adam. Jeez. You got it. Hey, All wife, right. So Keep when we trouble. started
0: this, you had this like hard one about some particular favorite creature of yours and how it eats things?
2: Yeah. So this is a common pet store one, and I don't know... Where it came from or why people think this, but the one that is the most common is: Corydoras eat poop. Corydoras and plecostomus eat fish waste. They don't eat food. All they do is they eat waste in the tank. They clean up after your fish's crap. They don't do it. I want. I get that like at least three times a week. Oh, I want some of them. They eat the fish poop. No, they eat fish food.
0: Whoa, whoa, come on now. That's a That's a misinterpretation. See, I believe, right, that they do only because they're little freaks in the aquarium and they like the taste of poop. Kind of like Jimmy on tequila.
1: It happens. <laughs> I've and done some pre- regular food?
0: I've done some crazy stuff on
1: tequila, which we can't get into right now. <laughs> but if you want to join
0: out my, the tequila virus? If you want to yeah,
1: I had the tequila virus a while back, but I'm better now.
0: You had to self-quarantine on your couch.
1: I did for a whole day and a half. I hear the bartender had
3: the best night ever.
1: Yeah, I know. I want to blame Scrap on that one. Thanks, Scrap. My ears are ringing, too. I don't know what that was from. That was from the tequila virus or from the music? It's all Scrap.
0: But no, this has been a big thing for a while, that people uh, really believe that uh, Corridors eat crap. Now, here's the thing, right? I set up a tank a while ago, because I first heard this as well, didn't believe it. And I don't know if I starved them, but I'm pretty darn sure I watched Corridors eat crap. They didn't spit it out like a goldfish, either. There was not a whole lot left, and I didn't have that. All I had was a sponge filter. So explain that Now
2: you're just enabling it. You're enabling they do it. do not eat it. It's, I'm just right. saying
0: it, it's possible. Don't treat your corridors like they eat crap, all right? This is not what I'm telling you. Corridors eat food, right? Do not substitute anything for water changes or them being a cleaning fish. The best that they'll do is eat scraps of food on the bottom. But are they capable of eating poop in a pinch or when they want to impress their friends? We all are. Right? I'll do it. Have you not heard of a Cleveland I mean never never mind.
1: <laughs> <You are laughs> Less so- to Google for people. Yeah. Don't don't eat poop people. <sighs>
0: don't eat poop. Yeah, <sighs> it's bad
1: for you. I mean, I know there's times when you go, Oh, corn. And yeah, don't no
0: don't <laughs> eat it. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> what? Jimmy. What do what do I got? You found this cool subject about uh, a casino. Tell us more.
1: I tell you what, I gotta pull this up on my Zip Y machine here that uh we
0: the have to go with the light the ones, like the new species that discovers it looks like a chew toy, and the corridors heat crap. Now we're going to get into the weird stuff, ladies and gentlemen. All right.
1: Yeah, this is a, a something that I ran across, and I thought it was very interesting. And I told Rob about it, and he just got all excited. So I'm, I'm just going to read this here real quick for you. It's an aquarium internet connection that exposed a casino in North America, so in the U.S. So in a in rather unusual hacking operation. Hackers acquired data from a North American casino by hacking an internet-connected fish tank. According to the report in Washington Post, the fish tank had internet-connected smart sensors that regulated the cleanliness, the food, and the temperature of the tank. The Washington Post quoted, uh, Somebody got into the fish tank and used it to move around into other areas of the network and send out data. Even though the report does not provide the name of the casino, it indicated that 10 gigs of data were moved to a device located in Finland. They provided no explanation for the type of data stolen. So here's somebody that that got in through the back door of a casino and probably stole some uh, really good information.
0: So I can speak to this quite uh, heavily. I did you do just, this? I did not do this, but I definitely did I did, did it. I've done stuff like this for penetration testing for companies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, backdoor <we're hungry, laughs> like, oh. penetration
1: testing. Say, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Say that again.
0: I worked for an internet service provider for six years as research and development, right? So I got to go to security conferences, see a lot of the new stuff coming out, and the wave of what we call Internet of Things devices uh, spun up that they were trying to make everything internet connected because they're it's the new craze, right? That's what the kids want for now for Christmas. So they came up with everything, you know, the Alexa devices started, and they had lights, smart bulbs, smart plugs. They even had smart toilets, Right. And the early...
1: They had a smart toilet.
0: Smart toilet. Told you how many flushes you consumed. It allowed you to do, you know, tank changes if it wasn't being utilized. Like craziness. You can control the temperature of the toilet bowl water. Oh, that would be nice for your bidet. Exactly. So in this whole IoT world, none of this was looked at as, hey, it should be secure. So if you're trying to get information, all you got to do is get into the network and that was their easy way. So you could have a computer, right? That was super secure. Uh, you could have a firewall, the whole thing. But if you had list a internet connected light bulb, there's no security on that. So they use that to get in. So having this gives them full access. And they haven't really changed it a whole lot. They've done better things for security. But uh, if you have yourself a business that has customers' data, don't have you know smart bulbs. Don't have smart excess just have your business computer your other products keep the excess things around away from your business
1: for real so are you saying things like that i have in my home right now such as my uh internet connected uh thermostat right that you could you could go probably
0: through the back door of that see something like a nest is pretty secure but something like yours where it's just like a honeywell they didn't care about it there's no security. honeywell doesn't care no
1: Because I've got one of those, I've got smart plugs, I've got all kinds
3: of different
0: things. Now, Honeywell's done different things, and Honeywell's going to come back and say, I did slander. That is an example of an old thermostat he has. Don't sue me. No,
3: That's one of the big issues with a lot of internet-connected devices. Like you're saying, if it's an older one, um, just like your, your routers and things for your general network purposes, a lot of those vendors and those companies don't put out firmware updates on the regular for some of that. They just put it in a box and ship it. And it's... They're getting better about it. a lot of the newer companies are like you said Nest and I know Google and uh, Amazon are all on all, all about updating their stuff and everything. but then again, those companies are all about having all the data they're very invested in having that thing in your home and working
0: now so the difference between Jimmy and a casino is the casino's data is worth money. Jimmy and his habits of you know browsing the internet for various uh, reasons at nine pm at night definitely not something that people make money off of so no worries if you're just a consumer, but if you have a business, there's no reason to put it and put yourself at risk. Snowden. I mean, he taught us <laughs> everything.
3: Snowden. <laughs> the conspiracy
0: well. is that, uh, you know, all these devices were just uh, a way for the Internet, uh, you know, CIA people, the uh, NSA, well, to hey, monitor you more, Jimmy.
1: Here's another conspiracy. I think that my local Internet provider has a way to get into my back door because if I don't pay the bill... They turned me off. <laughs> Bastards.
0: <laughs> yep. Conspiracy 101, ladies and gentlemen. Bastards. Conspiracy 101. So that was happening when, uh, when we have a lot of these, you know, IoT fish tank devices. Now we have new things such as a Felix that has uh, seems to have more security. Hopefully we can actually get him on the podcast, actually. That'd be, uh, that'd be pretty sweet. I've been talking to Tom Lamb. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's, uh, I think it's Felix.io? Question mark? I'm, I'm checking it. Oh. Nope, FelixSmart.com. So hopefully, we'll have him to talk about new aquarium controllers. But uh, if you got old ones, be, you know, don't put it in your business or casino.
1: Maybe if we keep talking about them, he'll send us some free ones. I mm-hmm. doubt it. Cross your fingers, Jimmy. Yeah. Cross your fingers. I, I'm just glad my internet's back up and running.
3: That'd be neat to get him to talk about that casino thing. Maybe he knows more about the details on it and what they were using too. You
0: That'd never cool. know. He might know quite a bit about the uh, Fish Tank IoT. But regardless, next thing on our list is the CIA's robotic animal agent. They uh had Charlie the spy fish and some sort of robo dragonfly. So apparently the CIA created accounts on YouTube and it's been uh, uploaded of uh weirdly mundane robotic fish.
1: What do you do with a robotic fish?
0: Um yeah. It shows here, I don't know how to try to describe this for everybody. I can put this in the chat so people can uh, see it live with us. It, it, it's it's a lot to take in. It literally looks like a rubber catfish. I don't, I don't know what they're trying to... looks like a fishing lure. ...to go there. But again, CIA claims it was never used in the, in the field as a means of video uh, surveillance of some sort. But uh, I think the creepiest one is the dragonfly by far.
1: I think they use that dragonfly in uh, Men in Black, if I remember right. It was some sort of bug that had uh video equipment on his head
3: oh, um really? that was a fly in the fifth element see i was close not even a little bit gotcha well, i mean no, you're, you're what they didn't put here is what it was going to be used for
1: i mean this is the cia robbie they're not going to tell you that we're using this to you know check out stuff
3: so why, why would you uh, maybe, have maybe a rubber it's cat plausible that a uh an American channel cat would definitely be swimming around in the bay of a Russian submarine hub or something. You know, I think that would it it pass
1: with a small nuclear charge in its belly. <laughs> so here's my theory. Right. Could you imagine if one of these things had a small nuclear charge and it swam up into a dam area, into an area that's dammed and it blows up and the dam would explode and then drown a the town?
0: I mean, that's the obvious. damn you got to pick on the in obvious, right? The in obvious is that they're making rubber catfish so that they can have a new wave of these fish on the wall that sing at you to spy anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean like that damn thing that that uses. I don't even t- remember what they call them Billy, Billy Bass. Billy Bass. Billy, yeah. God, that's the best stuff ever. Billy you Bass. You could use it
3: to spy on those damn kids that are always skinny dipping in the in the waters where they there shouldn't be. Or they could videotape it and send it to Porthub. Just oh, and I also stand corrected. Yeah. Uh, the Pagan swordsman in the chat says it was a cockroach in the Fifth Element. My bad. Oh, that, that so what was it?
2: Men in Black. There was, was there anything, Ruben. or
3: just was that it...
2: was when the dragonfly was just flying around in the opening credits. Oh yeah, but they and had a camera had the Yeah, they had a camera on his head. Uh, that counts. That
1: yeah. counts. Well, that was where? Where'd that come
0: from? Uh, most of these, I have to give credit where credits due. A lot of these because I did a, some homework. And the community did way more homework than I did. Like, I started diving into it, and the community just came together, gave us conspiracy theories, especially from uh, this community called TCT or the Community Tank. They had a lot of great ones, so credit out to them. If you haven't heard them, they have an excellent podcast that they're starting. It's, a, it's not necessarily, like, a, a standard form. It's basically a bunch of, like, old-timey fish dudes. What's compa- wrong with that, fucker? Complaining that they don't like koi. Uh, but uh, that's, it's really funny. Go check them out. We a- I actually guessed over there. So, uh, Did, so check they, them out.
1: They complain about koi? Of course. They hate koi. So, so they copied
0: us complaining about antler guppies. No, they thought that was beautiful. We I think copy, that's, that's why we we we're friends. We should copyright them. That's why right. we're friends. All right. So Adam, I heard some weird noises over there. He's snorting and giggling.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: Tell us more about these weird noises.
2: <laughs> so I actually have another one of animals that the cia supposedly made have you guys ever heard of the birds are fake one what oh There's yeah an entire group it's got like at least half a million people in it that believe that all birds were killed in 1962 and that's the whole reason that jfk was killed because he got upset at the cia for killing all the birds and that <laughs> they were replaced by robots and that they land on power lines Live. And that's how they recharge. That's how they recharge. They
1: charge on the power lines.
2: Right. They recharge on power lines. It is the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like right up there with flat earthers. Like flat wow. earthers just want to argue with you, but these guys literally believe that birds are not real. And they have a Facebook group. You can buy merchandise and everything.
0: It's not, it's not even a Facebook group. You can go right there to try to uh, you know feature their activism, what they call activism. On real dot com, they sell T shirts and shit. But yeah, it's it's been a uh, how come we haven't had these guys on the podcast? I'm okay. just saying because it's a birds I, right, we're I a fish care. podcast, bro. I still think we should have
2: them on because they'd be entertaining as hell. Oh yeah,
0: there, there's an Instagram account I think that someone has. Birds aren't real. Um, for Instagram, it's it's pretty pretty wacky. I, I think we should just have
2: a
1: full podcast called Yes or BS. Yes, or BS. Yeah, we'll just, we'll, we'll tell stories, and then you, is it true? Is it something you found on the internet? Because everything on the internet is true. We know that. Well, uh, come
3: on. That'd, it, be a, that'd be a great segment. We can just have that as a segment on the regular. Oh, Heck. I'm so going to get paid for that.
0: You have people like your mom's house, if you're going to listen to it. Tom Segura, uh, Segura does this podcast, and he does a whole network of podcasts. We just need to start a new podcast called, uh, what, yes what was it? Yes, or BS? Yes, or BS. That's what we're going to do. I don't have time. You don't? I'm busy. Tuesdays are blocked up.
2: We're going to have, we're doing a podcast every day now.
0: Right. Well, because of all the
2: money rolling in.
0: Yeah, just rolling in, man. <laughs> just rolling but in. I don't
1: see. Hey, I saw <laughs> some one time.
0: Since we're out of order, we have a, like a little order list that we put here. What else you got? Um, I'm going to go next for uh, sharks finally now have freaking laser beams. Yes. Head. Yes. I-, I figured you'd be pretty happy about oh, this.
1: Oh, for frick.
0: Frickin so, <laughs> laser beams. You know, this uh, This happened a while ago, but I did not know this, right? For the bounds that they have Shark Week every year on the Discovery Channel, they always have to, like, up the ante each year on this. And they decided to take some lemon sharks, it looks like. Yeah, lemon sharks. And put temporary clips on their fins with laser beams. It was a 150-milliwatt green laser beam to the dorsal fin of a shark. And then, of course, they followed it around and whatnot. Now, they actively got uh, harassed saying how it was a retarded, frivolous stunt and putting laser beams on I just did. It's our podcast. That's why we're not on YouTube. That's why we're not on YouTube. But, I mean, they had no point. It was just because of the Dr. Evil movie. Now, this isn't true. We all know that this is just a way to circumvent and let people know that they're going to be attaching more things to sharks. And they're going to begin to put, you know, trackers on these sharks, not to track the sharks, but instead to track ocean activity silently through sharks.
1: And and harnesses. Right. So you can go parasailing behind them. <laughs> Just saying.
0: I want to know your, your bucket list. I feel like that's on it.
1: Of the things I want to do? I've always wanted to go parasailing uh, behind a great white. I've always wanted to ride a whale.
2: And uh, that's about it. There was a lady in Australia who was killed by two humpback whales. She was crushed. She swam in between them, and they just went and smushed her. Like a fly. Like a fly. How great wow. is that?
0: I think the party was here, Adam, and now it's down here. Yeah, thanks for bringing us down. I told she
1: was a grandmother,
0: too. You shat on the pacing of this horrible roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Fluke you. <laughs> Fluke you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... Um, shark weak claims that the the shark was not harmed in any way. They did not tamper with the fins. Normally, like, they put tracking tags. They actually have to pierce the fin. This was just like a stick on clip thing that didn't harm the shark at all. So it was pretty well, uh, harmless. But they even said, like, how could you do this? You know, if a shark's trying to chase a fish or something, now was going to have a laser beam deterring the fish from being normal prey. I don't know. I feel like they're all weak stunts. So, uh, don't put sharks on uh, laser beams on sharks. And this was just to to but like, expect more of them. This was this just to try to bring more attention to Shark Week. This is this was like a stunt for Shark Week. Shark oh, I, Week.
1: I got something better. Do you? Human sacrifice. <laughs> oh no! That we're doing it. Pe- people would tune in. They would. They go
0: today. We're going to feed the sharks a bunch of people who can't swim. We already have human sacrifice on televisions. It's called it American football.
1: American football.
0: Yeah. How about American they get Idol? Hate. They get paid. Well, wouldn't they get paid for whatever they're doing on Shark Channel, well, Shark Week?
2: No, because the sharks are eating them. So therefore, they wouldn't be paid. Oh, yeah. okay. you know what? I already know how we get the people that go in the with the sharks. Answer the suicide hotline.
3: What? <laughs> no. Br- br- bring your friends. We're chum in the water. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are oh, no. so weird.
0: You guys are the worst conspiracy theory hey, people you, of all time.
1: Yeah, you are terrible. But Robs, you are kind of like. You're kind of like yogurt, Rob. You know that I am. You're kind of, kind of, uh, you know, the more cultured uh, part of the pudding. You know, that's you. I thank you.
3: (laughs) I I, I do. I do try. Here's the here's the thing that is real that people do conspire to do when it comes to the great open waters, and it has to do with cruise ships. When when people go out on cruise ships and they want to kill their significant other, and they just go, "Oops!" and they fall over the deck. (laughs) Oh, I've they thought They conspire about it. to do it sometimes. A lot of people should turn up missing on cruise, cruise liners.
1: It's always amazing how they fall off the ship right where there's no camera. Have you ever noticed that?
2: <laughs> Wait, is there a lot of cameras on the there cruise ship? There is ships? a lot
1: of cameras on a cruise ship. There's also a doctor's office on a cruise ship. And there's also, I know this for a fact, uh, a little jail on the cruise ship.
2: Oh, somebody speaking How was me. the
1: jail, Jimmy? I didn't have to go, but I did help somebody get out of the jail. <laughs> oh, my God. That's another story. But, yeah, there's just a little <laughs> tiny jail
3: there. It's not very big. Did they catch the tequila virus?
1: Is that what it was? <laughs> they had the tequila virus, and there was some nakedness going on. And um, Was there? Yeah. It wasn't me, but it was somebody <laughs> in our group.
0: Well, that's a lie. I, I, I saw pictures you on your show. computer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you
1: but yeah. You did. Didn't yeah, you did, did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs>
0: By the way, do you work out? That was pretty great. Yeah, I don't work out. And you should get that mole checked out on your left cheek. Anyways, moving on. So if we look down in the live podcast chat, we'll see some uh, responses. And the number one thing I said is that we lost a few members from the Flat Earth Society. No. For those that are part of the Flat Earth Society, number one, we're here for you. All right? I have this next conspiracy theory locked down. So for those of you that don't believe the Flat Earthers, all right, let me bring you to my world. Right, your world is
1: is dark, scary.
0: (laughs) My world is dark. Not saying I'm a flat earther, but I mean, if you look at the weird evidence that they have to deal with, because most of these people have never been to the moon, you know, most of them haven't gone on a cruise ship around the world, so they have to look at their everyday things and aquariums bar none help convince people that flat earth is real. So, if the world was curved, would your surface of your aquarium not be curved with it? It's flat, bro. The surface on the tank water is flat. That is deep. Flat earth. That, that's good. Done. Yeah. Now I believe you. There we go, chat. Now we got the fa- flat earthers back in. Plus, I'm from North Dakota. That yeah. 100%. It is flat. It's a flat earth. Flat earth. They have four rocks, two trees, and they all share them. I heard a cousin of yours, like, you know, got drunk and just walked off the edge of North Dakota. Yeah. It took him four days,
1: but
2: yeah, he got there.
0: <laughs> he got there. Fell into Montana.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, All right, Adam. And this is actually one of my favorite ones. There is a whale that has 52 hertz
0: song. Well, com- they think it's a whale. They don't know what well, it is. Okay. It's Maybe the it's Loch Ness a Monster.
2: No. But it's, it sings like a whale. Have they even have they spotted it on sonar or anything?
0: They have not. So the article that we're, we're going off of is the 52 hertz controversy. right? They've heard and caught noises coming from the deep ocean. Of this 52 hertz sound, which they have never recorded 52 hertz from any known whale species. Maybe it's the dolphin farting. Or Jimmy farted. Regardless, this 52 hertz frequency is not heard. Like, for instance, the blue whale is 10 to 39 hertz. Right? That's a real big range for a whale. So getting all the way to 52, that's what we call, uh, you know, a Freddie Mercury whale. Right? He has an entirely different range. And bigger teeth. Clearly. But way bigger teeth. So uh, by Adam's request, we have a recording of it here for you guys to hear. So warning, if you're listening to your car, grab that knob because this might sound screechy. So if that wasn't a whale, that was what a, on
1: earth could it be? That was a German U-2 submarine from World War II.
0: Just still sitting down there after all these years. Absolutely. Just farting out its blowhole. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what that
2: was.
0: He's screaming for SOS. How about you, Adam? What was it? I don't know.
2: It sounded weird, though. It almost sounded like a submarine, but I thought it could be a whale, too. I was excited that there could be a new whale species.
1: Well, just recently, too, they weren't they getting all kinds of clicks and bangs out of uh, outer space that keeps coming in? Uh playing it in a rotation the same thing, and then it plays over and over again, coming from out in outer space.
0: I thought that was just the m t v airwaves bouncing back off of Mars, coming finally back but uh I
2: don't know i
1: I think that's no yes. i I'm just wondering you know the, the oceans are so huge, there's so many places that so many species we've never discovered. It could easily be a sea turtle with a tight girdle,
0: a sea turtle with a tight girdle oh, <laughs> what. <laughs> It's good. So, a little more information of this. It's only been recorded. And again, it's been peering on the regular in many locations since the 1980s. But it uh, has a uh, frequency and rate that only one whale could do. It's not like multiple whales are doing this at the same time. So, it's described as the world's loneliest whale. If it is a whale.
2: That's kind of like that—the world's loneliest frog—that they only had one a male of, and then they found a female for it. And is he still lonely? I want to
0: hear this no,
1: story.
2: They're trying to figure out how to breed
1: him. I, I would put them together first.
0: Let's well, and, day and get it but on. These, I
2: think they're the scrotum frogs. The scrotum frogs?
1: Now no, you're just yeah. They come shit
0: from up. Lake Titicaca. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> If you get great control. I need TP for my bunghole. If you guys are jo- joining this podcast looking for actual information this episode, go to the other ones. They're the ones <laughs> without the bullshit. You are such a bottom worm. <sighs> all right let's let's see what's out, uh, next in the list. Okay, Jimmy, you what? had something about spies Spies? Yes. Wow. From Russia, maybe
1: they were from Russia just recently in the last year or so. I don't know if anybody saw it, it was made national news. There was a beluga whale that approached a U.S. uh, military ship, and the darn whale had a harness on it. It was a beluga whale, the beautiful beluga whales, had a big harness on them, and they think it was from Russia because it said property of St. Petersburg. And anyway... uh, That's confirmation. It came up close enough where they actually fed it and petted it, and they were not quite sure you know, what they were training this whale to do, but it, it came over uh, looking for attention. And if you go on the internet, you can find it. It's a beautiful beluga whale, very beautiful, uh, but it's got a leather harness on. So either the Russians have got a beluga whale that's a spy or the beluga whale got lost on its way to an S&M festival.
0: Or I, I was going to say S&M. and m All yeah. day. Like uh, Fifty Shades of White is the <laughs> beluga whale <laughs> parody. So uh, It could be. I think you should find a picture of that and put it up on the internet so people can see it. Absolutely. If not, just, you know, Google it on your own risk. Not 50 Shades of White. Don't Google that.
3: Don't Google that. No. One of the other thoughts about that beluga whale was that there's, there are black market trades for, uh, aquarium animals, like like the big aquariums, like your, your sea world and places like that, or amusement parks and, uh. One of the theories is that maybe that animal had been a part of some of that and had gotten out of wherever they keep them. And there's been a lot of controversy in that. I had heard a podcast like a year ago. There's a place in Canada that had a lot of problems because they were purchasing animals on this black market trade from China and Russia. And one of the people there that had kind of blew the whistle on them had come to the States and was keeping them in such a, such a tie up with legal fees and everything actually got them physically shut down. And so I don't know exactly what place that is, but there's a lot of weird stuff with that kind of thing. I don't know what they were using the harness for, if it was just a marker to saying, Hey, this is ours or whatnot, but it's either that or it was something else like you were saying, maybe. All right.
0: So secret spy Beluga will, right? It could be it an abandoned black market whale, right, that had a vest on it. It could, could be, be an S and M whale that wanted to spank you. A seeing eye whale. It could be a seeing, a seeing eye, eye whale. whale. That's
1: better. That's better. Yes. whale. that is better. There's some big orca out there that can't see,
0: or it could have been a political stunt to uh, try to mask the Jeffrey Epstein controversies.
2: <laughs> oh, are we going down <laughs>
0: this? Oh God.
2: <going>. <laughs> All right,
0: we can't go without a controversy episode we, we without can't. talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Well, he shot JFK, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> He's also responsible for killing all the birds.
1: All the birds. Yeah. All the birds. All right. You know, I was I was surprised when Adam said that that uh, uh, the president Kennedy was so upset about the birds being killed. You think he'd be more upset about Marilyn Monroe being killed? You know, but there you go.
0: Oh no! This is from a fan that just uh, messages this in. The scrotum frog. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna pull this article. It's too good not to miss. So apparently, Lake Titicaca's endangered scrotum frog could be on its last. You weren't kidding. Adam didn't pull this out of his. You weren't kidding. No. Oh my god. (laughs) Like scrotum frog on titty. I mean, that was I thought completely a setup for us. (laughs) When I lived in Peru, when I lived in Peru, Peru
2: is. Is on Lake Titicaca. There, it's um, you just Peru like and Chile, it. and it's Titi for Peru and Caca for Chile or Argentina or wherever the hell I forgot where it is now. But no, this is all real.
0: I feel like someone just like deepfaked a website right now to make no. This, this is all real. It's literally this. This article here is from the twenty eighth of July. It's decently recent. Like wow. Robbie, all right, Robbie. Here, here, one point, Adam. Here, here's my theory. Adam
1: is a secret double O spy from Peru. Seriously, think about it. Yes. And he's infiltrating our special knowledge of the aquarium trade. And his wife's market. No, I'm not a secret agent from Peru. Oh yeah. That's the first thing the secret agent spy school teaches you to
0: say. I'm just saying. Yeah. Check one for Jimmy, check zero for Adam. That's right.
1: You're yeah. Wait, I had one
2: though. That's a different scale, my brother. Yeah. yeah oh. You're much
1: And Then there scale. was also
2: another fish that um, I was friends with this guy in Madagascar, and I was going to talk to Jim Cummings about it. But there's a, there was a fish that only, they only had like four males, they couldn't find any. And literally everybody messaged Olaf Pronk and were trying to get a hold of him because we were all friends with him because he lived in Madagascar. And then we found out that he died of the bubonic plague when he was down there.
0: Oh, like, snap.
2: Yeah. Holy crap. So, he so didn't. we were all bummed.
1: That's that's terrible.
2: That's a But he was for an awesome down. guy.
1: Oh yes, he was. But thanks for bringing us down a notch. Jeepers. We were just, just getting up there.
2: <sighs> all right. See. Spy techniques.
0: All right. Neck next on the list, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the party down a notch. So uh we have we have three three more topics, I'm thinking. I don't know. All right, give or take. So uh let's take on the how do we say octopus in the room. Um, We have a few octopus stories, so this is going to be our culmination here. We have, number one, Paul the Octopus. I don't know if those are familiar. In the 2010 World Cup predictions, it had the worldwide attention of uh, Paul the Octopus. um, Keepers at Sea Life Center uh, Center in Germany uh, were tasked with keeping him, and apparently he had a uh, role in predicting the World Cup matches.
1: And he was dead on.
0: He was pretty dead on, and he did other matches, and I think his overall success rate was twelve out of fourteen. You know, as they kept uh, kept going, so dead on uh, as far as what we they're trying to predict. So we have a prophecy specimen of uh, Paul the Octopus. Every bit, you could look it up. Like he was in the public aquarium; it was a big thing, and yeah. And how,
1: how do they, I mean, I think what they did is, they, they didn't they put, like, the two teams in a jar or whatever, and he
0: would pick one or something? The, the food was in it, and he had to get, pick the one that was supposed to, you know, win. Supposed to win. Right. So he's the uh, psychic predicting octopus. Now, this is not a normal uh, occurrence. We see time after time of instances of octopus really going above and beyond. So, Jimmy, <laughs> you have, was it Inky like, the octopus? I had Inky the octopus, please, yeah. Please tell us more.
1: Oh, let me find it here. I got to pull it up on my on my uh, my machine here. Inky is a famous octopus that lived in the National Aquarium in New Zealand before he escaped back into the sea. There's no one that is exactly clear about what happened to Inky, but the Guardian reported that the staff of the aquarium believed that the octopus escaped from his tank in the quiet hours of the night. Because that's when you would escape right. from prison. The report speculates that someone forgot to put the tank the tank lid on, and Inky then used a 50-meter drain pipe to get back to the freedom of the sea. According to The Guardian, the national manager of the aquarium, Rob Jarl, said the octopus did not flee as a result of being unhappy, because he would know if he's happy or not, right? Yeah, clearly. But because PR. He, was, he was curious. I mean, why not? He was curious about
3: if there's better food out in the ocean <laughs> Wasn't this a, isn't this the plot line of Finding Dory?
1: It is. It is. And that's what I wanted to bring up. It's <laughs> exactly what it... And so I think Disney should be
0: sued. Disney should be sued. Yeah,
1: Because they they're bringing in money left and Although, right. Although, I think that this story
0: happened after Disney. Did it? I think so. Did I, don't the, the, the it, show. I don't have
1: any date on this,
3: but... Um, it's an inspiration.
0: Yeah. Well, Inky the octopus, they were doing stories on him. I'm pretty sure that he was the same octopus that was caught... Um. Leaving his tank and going to other tanks and eating the other fish. Yeah, he would swing over. He would crawl out of his tank and go into a neighboring tank and eat all the cuttlebone fish. Right, just, just hop on whatever he wanted. Yeah. They also said that, you know, he, someone they suspect that someone left his lid open. They really went back and like, no, he broke out. Did he break out? Right. It's like watching Alcatraz show all through, The Rock. It's yeah. just all that movie. All yeah, they found a again. small rope and a little mask. They did. And he got out. Right. That makes total sense to me. So, we have extremely intelligent creatures, right? We have that can predict the future, that can uh, do secret spy heists when wanted, right? And now there's new articles that scientists, literally don't freak out, that scientists might be aliens after DNA studies. So, the, no, not
2: scientists. Octopus might be aliens.
0: No, no, the scientists have been studying that they say might be a- aliens after DNA study. So, the genetic code is so strange that they personally believe that there are aliens coming to our planet that now thrive on our planet.
2: I'd say it's plausible. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: So let's go a step further, right? I've lived on this this Earth now for 30 years. 30 long years. I'm an old man. I have gray hairs. I've seen some things. If you look in the dollar bill, you have the Illuminati symbol, right? Oh, yeah. That's a Mm cover-up, right? Yes. The Freemasons, all of it, all fake. I'm here to tell you, first and foremost, that aliens have invaded the planet Earth and that we are being ran... By the secret society known as the Blue, uh, Blue Ring Society. Blue Ring yeah. Octopus? Absolutely. No. that is It's the Legion of the Blue Ring. And the Illuminati is just there to cover it up.
2: I they're so after you, Adam. I mean, they're not after me.
0: Wasn't Adam the one that brought up taking a Blue Ring Octopus and
1: killing his friend? Yeah, they're, they're after him. I He's never been on the hit list, list for years. So strike two, Adam.
0: You're a CIA spy. Right there. Spy they, uh, on Peru. they just wrote him off as a double agent and yeah. he got bleached. Yes, right. bleached out. So uh, beware of the Blue Ring Society. Also, I think there's a college that does it. No, no, so not you.
1: It's a secret society. Secret.
0: The Blue Ring, a secret, secret society.
1: Time. Secret time.
0: Just I'm saying, next time you hear of a crime or something happening in the world, look, there might be a wet trail leading down a 50-foot pipe into the ocean.
1: Into the ocean. It could be Dory. It, hey, who voiced Dory anyway? Was that Ellen DeGeneres? yeah oh her world's been a pile of poop this week i haven't right? heard anything about it oh Oh. yeah ellen jenner's not happy all of her uh all of her staff have kind of thrown her under the bus and her executive producers and stuff and there's talk about that ellen might not be back this fall oh no and
0: so everybody thought are oh, they sick of being forced to dance at the end of their episodes that's exactly <laughs> right Wow. I didn't know any and of There this.
1: was actually some executive producers that were doing naughty type things uh, sexually to the staff. Um, they were... Well, uh, that's on Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. And, uh, but then on the bandwagon got uh, Brad Garrett and Leah Thompson this week and saying, yeah, yeah, Ellen's kind of that way. She doesn't preach what she practices. so Or doesn't practice what she preaches. I shouldn't drink so much.
0: You, you shouldn't, especially not before Conspiracy Podcasts. That's right. right? Well... Rest in peace, uh, network television. So uh, the last one is a well-known theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. This is a fact.
2: No.
0: All right. In the 1960s, Margaret lavat I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, grew up talking with animals. And she had a dream that one day she would communicate using a halfway with a human English language with animals. And just at that time, the uh, government's, you know, NASA-funded project, you know, because NASA and the CIA, you know, it's all the same thing. Right, right? Adam? Right, Adam? Sure. Uh, so in the 1960s, Margaret Levat was uh, doing a project to figure out a way to communicate with dolphins. So they decided to set her up in a 24-hour um, covert house with a dolphin 24 hours a day that she'd live with um, named Peter. This is all real. I'm not shitting you on this thing. Uh, For those that have never heard of this, look it up. There's been documentaries on this. And uh, she lived with this thing day and night. Now, weeks in, the uh, dolphin kept getting more friendly and more friendly. How friendly? And then got really friendly, you know what I mean? How friendly? Like, fourth date, third base friendly.
1: friendly. Like, you know, third base plus friendly. Are we talking about bestiality? I Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I mean... Th- thanks for saving this for last. Now, it's ripping it, it, my mouth a little bit. Right, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. So again, the idea... Tastes like ice cream. The idea of doing this was to try to figure out a way to have the dolphin either try to communicate with us in some form of English or understand English somehow. So they could actually communicate. Like sign language and monkeys, they wanted to kind of do that with, with dolphins. So they set him up with a prostitute. Dolphin got frisky. And, you know, Mar- uh, the Levat, right? lavat. Decided that she was going to like, I guess we could just use this as a teaching method to have the dolphin understand English language. So, uh, a lot of teachers lose their job for doing that.
1: I just want to say <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is very uncomfortable. I'm choosing very, uh, very accurate or- wording here, but uh, there's she, a big,
1: long uh,
0: article there that you're reading. Oh, there, there's a whole lot to this. There's actually a full on Wikipedia page that makes me very uncomfortable. All you got to do is, like, type in Peter the Dolphin, and it goes down from there.
1: And, and why do they have to name the damn dolphin Peter? You know, they couldn't name him, like, Mark. I mean, Peter the Dolphin is walking around and trying to score with this Levi.
0: In girl. retrospect, they could have named it Richard. I think that's the only thing that would have been worse, is calling Dick the <laughs> Dolphin. 100% worse. But she she says, and I quote, um, let's see, pers." Personal life. I got to find the quote here because it's, it's just so bizarre. Lavat stated that it was not sexual on her part, but allowed it to happen to get to know Peter better.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she did.
1: So there was uh, it How to many happen. drugs were involved in this?
0: Oh, uh, uh, was it the sixties? We'll get to the drugs. It was 1960s. So they actually wrote an article, "Interspecies Sex: Humans and Dolphins," that appeared on Hustler magazine for an overdramatized situation. It was very bad. Is she still the alive? The PR on this thing got bad. Apparently, she is alive. There's even Can we get her on her. this podcast? That would be amazing. Oh God, we could learn it. a lot <laughs> I about get, it.
1: I want to get her and Burt Kirshner
0: uh, at the same time. But yeah, they, <laughs> they oh no. They call it Dolphinarium is what they call these little houses that they uh, put together to live with, <laughs> with a Dolphinarium, a dolphin, which is what they did with Flipper, you know? Don't bring Flipper, Flipper into this. Itself. This is Peter the, 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 the pervert. Mm-hmm. Peter the pervert. Peter right, the that's, pervert dolphin. That's That's fair.
3: All the dolphins that were used in that experiment came from the same place that Flipper did.
0: Yes. It was all the same so, line of bottle Oh, God, don't tell me that. Um, right. Next year, tell also, me I'm
2: pretty the sure void. dolphins and bonobos are the only, f- they're like one of the few animals that willingly have sex to, uh, we've been losing people. F- for they, pleasure. They, for, <laughs> for pleasure, yeah. For fun. Oh boy! For a pastime, um, they did do an experiment with monkeys, and monkeys will prostitute themselves for coins. Oh,
1: 100%. for coins! Yeah. Uh, I've been at the zoo with a damn banana right the whole
3: time. There's did they actually teach them economic exchange with the coins. that yeah. they get traded in. <laughs> Don't for bananas take any and Canadian stuff? money. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's what it was.
3: <laughs> yeah. so when, they,
2: when they didn't when they didn't get enough when they didn't get enough the female ones didn't get enough coins. They would offer themselves to the males, and the males would just pay them in coins, and then they could get whatever treats they wanted.
0: Yes. It was quite hilarious. No they learned- Are you serious? <laughs> they learned very fast. Yeah. God, it sounds like my first marriage. There was also oh. another <laughs> monkey. <laughs> oh, my God. Just pay you in coins. Um, I guess was- they should offer more than pennies, huh? There was also another monkey experiment Th- that no. was done. Um, they actually like wired a monkey's brain. so It, just- <laughs> it turned on the pleasure receptor in <laughs> the brain when they pressed a button. And they found out that the monkey would press that button over and over again. It would ignore food. It would, it would, it would literally starve yep. to death. It would, uh, um, be dehydrated to death essentially from, uh, just hitting that button and it wouldn't stop until it died. If you did that to me, I wouldn't come out of the house. Right. All day long. It's like you and, you know, I'm assuming drugs. Yeah. Right. So back to, uh, Peter the pervert. Don't go any farther. I have <laughs> to. It's <laughs> such a weird story. We gotta go through it. Oh. All of us got to be brave together. We went through the scrotum frog. We can go through Peter the Pervert. So apparently things were performed with the dolphin. She allowed it things to happen and trying to get more and more um, English communication with the dolphin. And you imagine how far this went. So because of the uh, articles in Hustler Magazine and other stuff and just bad PR overall that uh, you're, you're touching dolphins, uh, the whole project <laughs> essentially got defunded and the whole thing got closed. So. At the end of this, this is a terrible story. Peter the Dolphin killed himself. It's <laughs> no, the only he way.
1: Not. He did not.
0: He kill did himself. Yep. Yeah. He it's, did. it's a it's a it's a legit thing. Peter the Dolphin. So did Flipper. Yeah, so did Flipper. So, did so that was Jeffrey it, Epstein. Yeah. Peter the Dolphin because wow. dolphins have to breathe there like you and me, they're mammals, decided that he's just going to hold himself under the water and no longer breathe. He literally killed himself out of loneliness for his uh Levat. To uh, leave him.
1: <laughs> Did anybody ever think that maybe he had sex so many times that he just was exhausted? He fell asleep and drowned? Uh, no. No, because
0: no, no, no. It was definitely... I think
2: dolphins sleep with half their brain working, don't they, Robs?
0: I, I have no idea. Kind of like Rob's. We don't have a dolphin expert to join the podcast either. So what happened to Flipper?
2: The main Flipper killed herself because when they were done with the show, they stuck her in a little box in an aquarium and basically left her there. That's awful didn't didn't do nothing with her, which didn't give her no mental stimulation or nothing, and so they called her trainer because they saw that she was sick and not eating, which you would too if you were left in a fluke and concrete box, and he was holding her and she just died. she held her breath until she
0: died that's awful
1: that's that's oh, that, you guys are
0: yeah we, we took this down, but now let's get to the conspiracy because that's the facts of the matter. <laughs>
1: Oh, we got to talk more about this. Absolutely, we do. Oh god. So, did she did she get pregnant? I, just I She did. God. She
0: did. Um, I hate you people. And, <laughs> and she gave birth to who? Charlie the,
1: the catfish. Charlie
0: <laughs> the catfish.
1: <laughs> that rubber catfish.
0: Yeah, Charlie the rubber catfish. No, um, here's the deal, right? So, uh this Lovat, right person, right? She uh also did funding or excuse me, more research towards the effects of LSD. Right? Remember the LSD testing from the government? Because they're the ones that this basically invented that stuff. Well, I'm just saying it, it ties in that background's really necessary because my theory is that it had nothing to do with dolphin communication. Because I don't think they wanted to communicate with dolphins. And why in the world would the government pay to talk to dolphins? They could just build a robo-dolphin and, and that, they're good. So the only benefit that I could see is that this is a big cover-up, right? Especially because this whole LeVat person had a lot to do with LSD, right, and the effects on, on dolphins, which, again, there was no results on that. But uh, I think that this was not anything to do with communication. Instead, they were making a love potion and needed a clerical way to cover it up, the research, in case it got leaked or make it public because it did get leaked. And they did it on dolphins because the Flipper movie was right around the same time. It was the same batch of dolphins. So they're trying to come up with like a love control potion, and it seemed to work really well on Peter. That's what I'm saying, that there is a love potion number nine, and the CIA has it in a bottle. Adam, can I get some? Yeah, sure.
2: But, <laughs> I mean, dolphins will mess with pufferfish to purposely get high, so how do we not, you know what I mean? Right.
0: So I'm just saying, they know that they have human responses. If, I can get high from a pufferfish. If there's a Joe yes, Rogan dolphin out there, then we can definitely confirm that they, they would definitely react to human love potions. So, so
1: you're, you're talking about this, and I pulled it up on my computer, my thing. Here.
0: Right. Your thinger. Thing, we got to give you fingers more my, often.
1: My computer thing here, uh, something a little bit more disturbing we didn't talk about, and 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 under under the Wikipedia page it says personal life. I just oh, want no. to, I want to read this, and you guys just take take your own uh, oh, thoughts God. on this. Margaret Lavat stayed on the island after all this, and she married a photographer, who was the one who took pictures of the research with Peter the Dolphin. So her husband is photographing what is happening with the dolphin uh, to send it to Hustler magazine. They later, <laughs> <laughs> so later on in life, they moved back into the happiest place on earth, which is the dolphin,
0: dolphin onarium. On which was the one that they used for Peter,
1: right? And they converted it into their family home together. They had three daughters. It says they had three daughters. I don't know if it's the dolphin or her husband. <laughs> Cons- but conspiracy her husband was, theory. <laughs> but her husband was taking pictures of her and the dolphin
0: doing the dooing doing. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I I don't ever want to hear the phrase "doing the dooing doing" again.
1: Oh man, I, I Would am. Do you prefer so,
0: I I feel like we need a clip of the doing 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 from that Eminem song
1: right here. Oh, that'd be awesome. You're welcome. Right, right here. There you go. I find it. I think I'm gonna go on Pornhub and see if it's on there. Oh my it's god, it's gotta be on there, don't you think? Well, no. This B-T-R- is getting weird. B-T-R- we we
0: have yet the best story. Well, oh, that wasn't the best. That was not. That was by far the worst. Oh, I yes. we have to give a palate cleanser to the audience. We can't just talk about suicidal porn dolphins. No, we have to go on to something better than this. This train fell off
1: the tracks a long time ago.
0: Choo-choo. All right. So last one. And this one is the biggest conspiracy theory I can think of the evening. This is is like legit creepy shit. So before we start, I want to say a shout out to Spiritual. He is uh, one of the uh, members of this uh, TCT, the Community Tank podcast. Um, and he made a YouTube video, and this was absolutely fascinating. Uh, Muan Sweetwater. So there is a video. one Muan Sweetwater. There's a video on YouTube, and it's been up for a while. And it's calling it it says the Aquarium of Moan Sweetwater. So apparently overseas, um, they have this aquarium. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show um I'm gonna send it to Adam. Right. So Adam can uh, get a piece of the action as well. while we're, we're doing this just because we like you, Adam, we want you to be a part of this. Okay. And then I'm going to play this for Jimmy on our screen here in the studio B and this, what we're looking at, I'm going to play the video is the, uh, Sweetwater aquarium. It's a, it looks like a really shitty public aquarium. For those that aren't listening, and we're going to put a link to this video in the podcast notes, so if you're listening in your car, pull over, give this a tap, you can hear the music in the background, I'm talking about, I'm going to kill the music, that's sexy music. It's something horrible, but it, it's literally an aquarium showing just normal gravel, blue background, but we're seeing a diversity of exclusive freshwater fish swimming in what looks like a healthy environment with saltwater species. Like, we're looking at koi next to clown triggers, next to, uh, you know, blue line. What the hell? Are, are, are you not just having your mind blown right now? I'm watching Jimmy's face, and it looks like he took a shit. Um, the link? With corn. Oh, I gotta get this, the link to scrap as well. But this is a crazy, crazy video. So, one so, second we'll get it to you. It's possible. You so they Spend took a all these cap. fish and put them in
1: the same tank, filmed really quick until they died.
0: Uh, But the thing is, it looks established. There's algae growing, right? The fish look healthy because even if you put a fish um, that's... See, some of these are like mixed. They could be brackish, right? Like they have guppies in here. But some of them are hard saltwater and hard freshwater species. And when you put a freshwater species into a saltwater... It's digitally altered. It's not. It is not. There is. It's going over obstacles and pieces. There's many different camera angles. It would be so hard to digitally alter this amount of shading and this amount of footage. I do not honestly believe that this is altered in any way. And I've, trust me, I've studied this for hours. And they've got, got discus along
1: with angel, angel fish. fish in salt water. Like, along with keyhole angels, which are salt water.
0: And uh, they have clown fish. Yeah. They have everything you could imagine next to. What was that uh, really um, blue tangs, rasboras, rabbit fish. All kinds of crazy stuff in there. They're feeding together. I'm literally watching trigger fish next to parrot cichlids.
1: Freshwater parrotfish eating with batfish.
0: So if you take a freshwater species, one of these hard freshwater species that cannot handle any salt, and you put them into a saltwater tank, they will immediately show signs of stress. Breathing issues, other things. None of these species that we're seeing here have any signs of stress. None of them. They all look actually relatively healthy. Not even relatively. Some look very healthy.
1: They look very well fed too.
0: And it's nothing basic. It's all like fake coral. So we're not seeing coral elements. We're just seeing freshwater species intermixed with hard saltwater species. There's no other plants in the tanks. There's no corals. It's just gravel decor. But I mean, arowanas are in here with saltwater puffers,
1: dog face puffers, frontosas, along with um, Indian knife fish.
0: All right. So I think we've chewed enough of the video. You seen enough there, Adam? Yeah. So if you go ahead and skip down to like three and a half minutes in, and then they give a tour of how this like a public aquarium looks, right? It's got, it's, it seems modest, like an old age aquarium and a bunch of people, uh, walking in. They're all Asian. This isn't a different country, of course, but, uh, they're showing all of these beautiful creatures in there. Um, I even checked on the reflection in their glasses to see if it was edited, because if they're looking in front of an aquarium, you're going to see assets in their glasses. And sure enough, when a fish goes by, it mirrors on the colored lenses in some people's sunglasses. So I 100% don't believe that this is digitized fake. However, I don't know how they could fake it otherwise. This is like the deepest conspiracy theory ever. So this gentleman, right, the spiritual fish lad, and you can find his YouTube channel, he goes into a deep dive. He does a lot of research on this. The address, which, again, is part of the YouTube video, is GCNTV.org, and apparently it's this religious website. Oh, great. Right. So it says Muan Sweetwater, and I'm probably pronouncing that Muan Muan Sweetwater, site of miracle-changing salinity water into sweet water. And it has a Bible verse there that says, Then Moses cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. There the Lord decreed and made a law for them, and there he tested them. Right? This was like a a whole Old Testament bit. Had not a whole lot to do with them uh, consuming water. But uh, they wholeheartedly believe and have this fundamentals that they have sweet water which is apparently some sort of blend that is both fresh and salt water to house all these fish in. So they talk more about Moan's sweet water. Um, apparently it goes through this whole thing that they have to bless the water to make it sweet water. And they have like ministers that come in, you know, it talks about how it used the water used to be too salty to drink and now it's sweet. This site is a true miracle of how we change water. And it goes real, real deep.
2: So it is fake.
0: How how can they fake this? I don't understand like what the, the the details are in the background. Are they killing fish, but somehow not stressing them out and shocking for a long enough video like that? It's it's gotta be. Like I, well, I'm I'm am I'm, I'm just not convinced.
2: I know that you can keep saltwater fish in human blood.
0: They can live in human How blood. How in the hell do age. you know that? CIA told you. I know lots of things. <laughs> it's because he's that a double agent. From I told you he's going to kill you in
1: your sleep.
2: If but he no. If he so I live. know that they can... Saltwater fish can live in human blood because the salinity is the same. So I'm wondering if they... Huh. There's got to be a way they faked it, though.
0: It's very crazy. But they, they have, you know, they have videos. They have testimonies. They have you know just like any other website but i mean they show the whole thing that they have to have someone that comes in and prays uh prays for the water when they do water changes all kinds of all kinds of craziness but what aquarium is this in what's what country it's in korea yeah
2: i think they do a lot of weird shit in korea is that south korea or north korea so um obviously not north korea because then they'd have the pay, then they'd have the obviously
0: They have it is South Korea. They do have the full address in the bottom of the website. They have a phone number to call. I should call that. (gasps) Oh, it's live! All right, if someone answers, I'll hang up because we gotta ask permission. But I'm gonna call right now. That's what we're gonna do, guys. I'm gonna pay the long distance surcharges to call right now on the on the podcast. Again, we have that permission to have people's uh uh answer live, but right now they shouldn't be awake anyway, so we should be good to go, and we'll cut this if not. So if you don't hear anything from here on out, you know we had to cut the audio.
1: And they'll say fluke you.
0: Right? We're going to do some real covert investigation accent. here. Here we go.
1: Oh, wait. If we're not on the podcast next week, somebody got killed.
2: <laughs> I might be the only one on the podcast.
0: All right, shh, shh. Here it goes.
2: You that oh!
0: Okay, what you just heard right there. She didn't even sound from South Korea. What you just heard right there. I do not have a connection issue. That was their phone call going to some other routing, giving the mumbled version of a disconnection. I don't know, man. This whole thing's creepy. I want to know how the Sweetwater works, man. I want to know the inners-outers. How is this a scam? How is this not a scam? I need to know. But I know that I proofed that video, and I put it through the ringer, and that thing does not seem fake at all. What do our listeners I think say? it's fake. Is the sweet water fake? Sure. But what yeah. are they doing to those fish to make them look not shocked by putting them in the water? Do they just, like just put them in, wait till they get acclimated, and just do it? Fish get stressed. It's impossible. I don't know what's going on. But if you want more information, enjoy... We'll have it again, the links in the description for it. And you know, go to uh Spiritual's YouTube on this. It is simply some of the craziest. Again, the Spiritual Fish Lad. He has a whole uh thing on this. Check out, it's a ten minute deep dive. Crazy shit. But you know any any theories, Jimmy? What's your first thought that they're just throwing them in there?
1: You know, at first I thought is it possibly that they have I've seen people that have, have put in the aquarium inside of an aquarium. And you can see the fresh spot. Oh, well, I mean? There you go. There
0: you go. But they're, they're touching each other. They like and lay they over We sure watch like the it. video.
2: Yeah.
1: You know. No, 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 no. If stuff.
0: you
2: look at the, when the barb swims over the tangs, I bet that that's what it is, is they don't look, they
0: look goofy. That would be some sort of, but they, you know, even it, that that parrot cichlid in the video, they swim over top of each other, giving each other shading. They're bumping each other. and One was nipping at the other, getting food. I don't know.
1: I, I mean the other thing is is too if you if you think about it a little bit, um, mammals such as uh, what do we go swimming with down in Florida? Um manatees. Right. The manatees are salt water. They swim into the freshwater to have their babies. Well, they're not breathing in it.
0: They get oxygen from the air.
1: So they can right. swim whatever they want. But I mean, is is it possible is it possible that this aquarium somehow has salt, water, and fresh water and these and they'll stay more in the in their area, is right. there any way? I don't know.
0: So what you're saying is like they they figured out some sort of like special salt where the lower is fresh and the top is salt I'm somehow. Just like they they screwed up salinity with temperature or whatever. That could be. There you go. Oh man, you know, and it's probably designed by Jeffrey Epstein. How about you, Adam? What do you think? That
2: that actually seems the most plausible. That because I don't
0: know how that would work though.
2: Wait, wouldn't brackish water if you acclimate the freshwater fish to brackish? Wouldn't the brackish water be on a different level than saltwater? And so, therefore, they would just stay in that level?
1: I mean, I mean, can you desalinitize saltwater fish? Maybe they just pump fresh on one end and, and pump, pump salt on the other? To my knowledge, no, you can't. Yeah, I mean, is there any way that... Because, that, I mean, there's different fish that live in the, the Dead Sea... You know, where the salinity is much higher. I mean, is there, is there, I any... didn't know there's
0: any any fish out there. I, I made that up. Oh, well, how about this, right? Well, you see these areas where two water bodies meet but don't really mix and like the uh, oceans and whatnot. That's like where the current is flowing. You'll see like one side is right. dark, one side we is We saw blue. that down in
1: Florida when we we're in, at the, uh,
0: maybe they figured that out inside of a tank
2: somehow. Becomes... Okay. See, I see, I'm seeing a still of this video and you can tell that this, the yellow fish. It looks like a striped something is in front of the clownfish. You can tell that it's faked.
0: No, no, I'm telling you, I, I took. No, 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 I took it's time fake. on this video, bro.
2: I, I, I think it's faked. All, All right, I'm right. gonna go, go with the
0: CI director. Give us a timestamp. What? What's the timestamp okay, on that? It's um.
2: So, Jay Lee, this. No, no, it'll have minute, a minute. It's like,
0: is it minute okay? 10? He's
2: got it right here. It's literally forty-seven. It's like right on this. It's on the message, live chat, podcast, live chat. That looks fake.
0: Yeah, I agree. Back up. There you go. Hold on here. Oh, he says it's not. See, he's he's doing on here. It's not fake. I'm telling no, you, I studied I, that. It's, it's not layered right there. That's part of it. I. Yeah, they're even saying it's not fake in chat. Ladies and gentlemen, check out for yourself. It'll be in the notes of the description. It's the craziest video I think I've ever seen. You know that's cool. I, I mean even if we just brought attention to it. Like here, look at that. Look at that last uh, scene right there. He's eating off of the the filter. You're seeing the fi- see the fin, the sh- the shad, the, the shade right there is like a minute <laughs> minute 20 to minute 24. It goes right over his head. There's a shade that hits the fish. You, you ain't you ain't manipulating that. I'm telling you it's real and they figured it out somehow. Not long term. I think they're stressing out the fish somehow. And they're gonna—they're actually killing fish, but to get this video, that's what I want to know. Like, What are they attempting to do here to ma- not make the fish look stressed? I got nothing, man. You let us know. Send in your information on what you think this whole Mountain Sweetwater thing is. com. Call us. I want to hear you say your conspiracy theories out loud. Text us. Email us. We need to know. Dot com. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode that was pretty cool
1: i didn't i expected nothing and i got a few laughs out of it and, wonderful and i i've earned some disrespect for flipper and you're never going to want to swim with a dolphin not, again. not happening not happening. I have swam with the dolphins before and but i am not putting out for no dolphin no uh, unless she's cute <laughs> that's just me i'm sorry
0: uh, uh, i'm kind of a man whore i don't know. got anything else there adam
2: no i'm good
0: all right well thanks again for joining the podcast guys um we need to hear more about this. Send in your conspiracy theories, we might have an episode 2. And uh <laughs> I hope not for God's sakes. I'm not going to sleep for two nights now. On that note, we bid the adieu. Bye everybody, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys, for listening to the podcast. Please go to your favorite place where podcasts are found, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever they can be found. Like, subscribe, and make sure you get push notifications directly to your phone so you don't miss great content like this.
3: I never knew that a Minnesota
0: accent could be so sexy until I heard Adam's voice.
2: Go frack yourself, don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's my boy,
1: don't you know?